Hello, welcome back to the second episode of this podcast, formerly known as Schlubpopolis, now known as the Grail Seekers. Uh, I'm your co-host, Fernando, joined by the always lovely Danielle. Yes, that's me. <laughs> you want to give the listeners an insight to as to why we well, decided... we changed our name. Yeah. So we changed our name because it was something I was more so thinking of in regards to it being something a little bit more easier to remember because mm-hmm. Shoplopolis was like a name that we just kind of like made up. It's kind of more of an inside thing, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is. So we decided, well, I decided that maybe we should make it a little bit simpler, mm-hmm. easier for people to remember. So I was thinking, oh my gosh, what stands out to me the most? And I'm like, well, since we're collectors, grails. Right, yeah, <laughs> every know? collector has their grails personal or monetary grill so it, it makes sense and it still goes along with our theme yeah and the information that we're bringing you guys so yeah we definitely appreciate you coming back and giving us a little listen yes so and we're keeping it this time no more changes <laughs> <laughs> so um i think this episode we're mostly going to focus on the new york comic-con and all the exclusives and all the downsides that came along with that yes and then, lord and then briefly we'll talk about some of the big news and, and that came out in the MCU about Jamie Foxx joining the cast of Spider-Man 3 as well as Doctor Strange and Benedict, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Yep. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and dive in. So NYCC, known as New York Comic Con, kicked off on Friday. Okay. And... One of the biggest things is, of course, they have other releases, but I'm definitely going to be focused more so in on Funko Pops. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) yeah, not not a whole lot for me to add in this segment here. (laughs) Well, you have some, you have some insight. Some, some, yeah. You know about what I go through to to get all this stuff. Right, right. So, um, about two or three weeks ago, they announced on uh, the Funko Shop. uh, website and then also with on Instagram and all their other social medias in regards to the shared retailers and what pops were going to come mm-hmm. out. Um, we now have a Instagram page. Yes. So on our Instagram page, you can follow us on the Grail Seekers. That's all one word. All together. And I have a picture of what the con releases right. were for NYCC. Okay. Um, out of all the pops that were released as far as those announcements, I have about... Can I, can I stop you for just yeah, one second? Yeah, go ahead. Um, just for the listeners that may not know exactly about like common exclusives, just could you just give like a brief? <laughs> I mean, I know it's a little complicated, but just your best description of what it, what that is and what all that entails in like maybe a minute. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so exclusives are what Funko have picked out in regards to. What's going to be just for the specific con? And, and she's just talking about pops. This also goes with... And it goes with anything. Yeah, like anything comics, that, that's related to the Action figures. Mm-hmm. Every, most big conventions are going to have their own exclusives. Yeah. And that's it's like another reason, like an incentive for people to go to these shows and pick this stuff up. 
So yeah, because they're they're hot items. They're limited edition. Right. They're not going to be available again. You know, uh, the following year. Mm-hmm. And good luck trying to get it on the resale market because the price is going to jump up exponentially, depending upon what it is. But um, yeah. So, um, so yeah, is that a good enough? Yeah, I think that's good. We're kind of, yeah, we kind of, kind of worked on that one together. So I'm sorry. Go ahead and continue. Okay. So, um, so on our Instagram, I have a photo of what the shared retailers are, uh, for the pops that came out for NYCC, but Funko decided like last minute to do a lottery system. Um, before I haven't talked about it yet, but I'll talk about it in future podcasts about the experience I went through with SDCC, San Diego <laughs> Comic-Con with their exclusives. Yeah. Um, and that exclusive was a free for all. So anybody, everybody could go on the site, try to get these exclusives and the site would freaking crash. And we had pending shipping rates going on and it mm-hmm. was a big mess. So in order for Funko to, have that situation not happen for people to be able to get their exclusive. They decided to do a lottery system of 11,000 people randomly selected. You had to be a uh, Funko member. You had to sign up for their uh, newsletter so you would get the email announcements. You had to make sure that your phone number, your address, um, and then your um, payment information all matched each other um, in order to qualify for the lottery. Right. So they went ahead and they picked out um, their lottery winners about like a week before you got it confirmation email. There was a huge (laughs) debacle in regards to that because you had people on Instagram, uh, Facebook posting pictures that they had multiple emails received that they had won the lottery from one email account. Mm. And people were up in arms like, how is this possible? (laughs) Like, you know, people are using bots, like all that stuff. Bots meaning... Elect, you know, um, programs in order to purchase, you know, shipping items um, without you having to do any button pushing as far as like checking out or anything. And it's quick, it's fast. Yeah, Um, I I know. uh, uh, The shoe collector game, yeah, bots are real bad. Yeah, it's it's bad with hot ticketed items. It's bad. So, um, so people were up in arms about that. Like, what's going on? How is this possible? You know, you said that if our information and everything was correct, that multiple people wouldn't be um, chosen for the lottery, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so they came out and said that the bots supposedly um, for people that were posting those type of pictures were actually not real images of lottery winners um, and that uh, going to multiple Funko accounts uh, with the same email wasn't possible because they were tracking those that act those activities supposedly yeah so yeah Yeah. so um yeah but i think all in all um even if it was fake or real it's kind of the way that funko kind of like responds in regards to these type of situations right and i've had you read some of the posts and and it kind of comes off kind of like snarky kind Mm -hmm. of like you know it is what it is like there's no you yeah. You don't really need to question us or whatever. There's no compassion. There's yeah. no, like, you know, we, you know, apologize for this situation. Right. It seems like it's happening or oh, yeah. anything like that. And so, you know, and it's hard because it's like, you know, if I'm giving you my hard earned money and investing, you know, your products and your items for your company, at least I should get some type of 
response back right. that comes off a little bit more sincere than what they have been initially doing. So right. that's one huge thing that collectors within Funko are also kind of up in arms about. So that's that. Um, and then the crazy thing is, personally, I don't know anybody that got picked <laughs> as far <laughs> as the lottery. And I would go through and look through the comments mm -hmm. and see, you know, if it's actually like real people that got picked for the lottery. And I did see some people that like, I actually got picked, you know, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, nobody I knew personally got picked. I didn't get picked. I had Fern uh, Fernando make sure to uh, double check his account, make sure everything was up to date. He didn't get yeah, picked. Nobody I, I knew. Picked, no. So yeah. Um, but also, um, I think outside of that, um, one of the discussions I had with one of my friends that I've met online throughout the whole process during the um, pandemic, more or less, with the Funko collecting, her and mm -hmm. I have gotten closer together. Her name's Red, so I may reference her and talk about her. Shout out <laughs> to Red, um, Alan <laughs> Kelly. Um, but we were talking about like if you have been buying pops within the last year, and if they look at your account and see that you're an active user mm -hmm. and that you've already been, you know, investing when it comes into their pops, that those individuals should be more or less being picked in order to do the lottery as opposed to someone that has absolutely like no activity on their account, especially if you've got people that are creating multiple quote, right. unquote, not real accounts mm -hmm. in regards to increasing their chances of winning the lottery. Right. Yeah. So that was one of the big things that I know her and I had discussed as far as the fairness of it when it comes to that type of thing. And the, the crazy thing for me is I dabble in pops, but I don't necessarily know the, inner workings of how that hobby goes and it's really interesting to find out how highly sought after even here you would think in some of these neighborhoods maybe that people wouldn't collect them but mm -hmm. most of the, the just we'll just talk about target for example most <laughs> all the targets are Usually wiped out when it comes to Kong schools. I was actually fortunate enough to find a Pikachu this morning. Flocked Pikachu. He found yeah. me a flocked Pikachu for um for New York Comic Con. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I literally was in the same store yesterday and I did not see that on the shelf. So I was just like, what is going on here? So right. it's it's definitely a hustle. Let's let's just say that. Yeah. No, it, it you know, and then this pandemic, you know, we've kind of discussed a little bit and especially in the first episode how people are kind of looking for that side hustle yep. or something and that's that what needs it a is. means to make so extra money. If we're not having conventions because we're still going through the pandemic, mm -hmm. you've got people who are not working right now. And if they see on social media that, wow, a lot of people are into this particular thing, mm -hmm. I want to get on this. And so that way I can resell my, you know, the products and everything that's real mm -hmm. hot and I can turn and make a profit exactly, off of it. Yeah. That's the problem. So when you don't have outside, you know, um, forces, like when everything is normal, um, with, uh, you know, talking about as far as us going through the pandemic now mm -hmm. to to alleviate some of that online attention, 
it does nothing but just escalate the situation even more. So that's oh, yeah, why it's been is. even harder to get these exclusives and everything like that, because you can see an exclusive release on, you know, the internet. Next thing you know, the image pops up on eBay. And then within, you know, 20 minutes after that item may release, you will start to see people go on eBay and, you know, Right. Buyers are also a contributing factor of yeah. the problem as well. Yeah. Stop buying for these retailers. I mean, these resellers, you know? Yeah. Um, it's I'm, just a never ending. Yeah. And you brought up eBay and eBay. Round circle. Is, uh -huh. I wouldn't say they're a culprit, but they encourage other culprits in that. Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, um, what price my, that's what my friend Red and I were saying. Like, why doesn't eBay have any type of restrictions when mm -hmm. it comes to this type of activity? So it's a huge problem. Um, we can talk about more in depth as far as the particulars of it, but just know when it comes to exclusives, it's it's just there's more attention on it now right. um, you got than a, it ever you got, has been before. You have a lot of people fighting. Uh -huh. it's, it's almost like the dating world. You got a lot of people fighting for the same type of person, yeah. but they're just figuring some odds. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, also, so another thing that they decided to do is with SDCC, um, which was a couple of months ago, they had it to where you could purchase the pops at different interval times throughout the release day. Mm -hmm. This time for NYCC, they decided that, oh, no, let's have all the retailers release everything at the same exact time. <laughs> So that was a huge challenge because if you're like a person like me who likes a lot of different things mm -hmm. and a lot of the different exclusives were on different websites, how am I supposed to get access or how am I supposed to get all of these items if they're releasing at the same time in order to complete collections or, you know, um, if you want to start right. a new collection or whatever the case may be, if this is happening. Totally mm -hmm. sucky, bad decision on Funko's part. They should have left it the way it was before, where each different retailer had different staggered times, right. and you can go and, and buy the ones that you wanted. I, um, I definitely think that is something that kind of speaks to a bigger problem with the whole nerd culture thing in general. Like These conventions are popping up all over the country. And, and and it goes back to what you're mm -hmm. talking about with like Funko and all these other companies that take advantage of that, and you know, that's really all it is. This is in more and more more ways it's a cash grab than anything. There, of course, they're, you know, you're getting a service, you're getting these items from these companies, but and how they release them and how they do the customer service part of that is just really like kind of disappointing yeah because they, they really seem to not care about the people yeah who are buying their items yeah and, and you know been loyal to that brand for however many years yeah. and i will say this this is one thing that they <clears throat> did do this convention release which i thought was better than the previous ones is that hot topic it used to be when it came to their exclusives either mm -hmm. if it's in store or online you have a max per pop to get five of them. And with this convention, they decided to restrict it down to two. Mm -hmm. So that definitely helped in regards to more individuals being able to get those items that they may not have gotten before. Okay. And for you guys that don't know this, when Funko ships um, boxes to stores, there is a max of six pops if you're doing like a regular um, three and a half inch or four inch uh, pop box. 
um, that comes in um, the overall, you know, uh, shipping boxes. And so therefore, if you only have a store that may get a box or two of those pops, mm-hmm. and there's only six and it used to be per pop. The maximum that you could get was five. Mm. That's a whole box almost, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I was glad that they were able to at least do that. And other retailers had joined that thought process as well. Like box lunch, they only had a limit of two per pop per person um, yeah. and those type of I, things. I, I like the way they do it. They seem to be more fair, I guess, to allow more people to be mm-hmm. able to actually buy them as opposed to like some of the big box retailers that just basically put it out there and it's first come first serve so they don't really care as long as they're sold yeah yeah um and so just to give you guys like a snapshot of like what other kind of retailers that mostly sell predominantly uh funko uh pops uh box lunch like i mentioned hot topic GameStop, fye toy tokyo mm-hmm. uh, walmart target um books a million amazon um, and Barnes and Noble. Mm, okay. So those are the most of the retailers um, that um, all of these retailers were definitely included within this particular release, and also right. with uh, SDCC from a couple months ago. So, um, but outside of that, crazy as far as what I saw on release day, <laughs> um, I decided to try to get the pops online. I try. I, I elected myself not to try to go out to the stores and get the um, con exclusive on release day. Right. I saw people on Instagram that were up at 4 a.m. at stores, at, you know, Target, right. Hot Topic, waiting on their malls to open. <laughs> if malls had a side door that was open, they were rushing in and getting to the store. You know, it was wild, the stuff I saw that people are doing to get these exclusives. And the funny thing was, like, you know, like I said, I saw one post that was like, I'm here, you know, it's 4 a.m. and I'm at Target. And they had the picture and it's still like pitch black outside. And I'm like, are you serious? You're going to wait four hours, four to five hours before the store even opens to get these exclusives. Mm -hmm. And I'm not helping the problem either because Fernando knows I was up all night long to make sure that nothing was going to release before that nine o'clock time. Previous years, when it came to the con releases, that's exactly what they did. It's like there wasn't ever a specific time really given. And if it was, there was a possibility that that particular retailer, a.k.a. Hot Topic, (laughs) who would release like 10, 15 minutes before the scheduled time they initially said they were going to release the exclusive. So with going into this con, I didn't know if that was still going to be the same scenario or if they legitimately meant, no, everybody is going to release at nine o'clock. And for the, actually for the most part, everybody did release at nine o'clock with the exception of Barnes and Noble. Mm -hmm. Um, Barnes and Noble had a um, venomized Magneto and a glow in the dark uh, Wonder Woman uh, 1984 pop um where you've seen probably in the commercials she's with the lasso and she latches onto the lightning and she like zooms through the air Mm -hmm. so that's a funko pop and what they did is at four no not 4 a.m probably at um what was it uh i want to say it was by the time you had left for work okay so uh what was that like 3 a.m or something like that i usually leave the house about 3 23 25 yeah 
So right when he was leaving the house, Barnes and Noble had the um, uh, option available that you could order these pops for pickup in store. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I instantly told my friend Red, cause she did the same thing I did, like stayed up all night long. And um, we went ahead and uh, did it to where we uh, had did the order in store. And I was able to actually go and pick it up later on that same day. Um, but outside of that, everybody else pretty much stuck to the nine o'clock a.m. Pacific time. So 12 o'clock because I live on the East Coast um, as far as that release day. So that was one thing there. Um, but really outside of that, just to tell you guys about my experience, um, I had to have some extra help in order to get the um, exclusives um, for some of the retailers like mm -hmm. Entertainment Earth that had Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, and then also Box Lunch um, that had uh, Carl and Ellie from Up, um, and also um, Daredevil Zombie, um, and I forgot what the other one was that Box Lunch had. Oh, a flocked. Uh, uh, Pokemon pop. Um, so I got some help as far as getting the daredevil and then also with mermaid man and barnacle boy. Cause Fernando knows I love SpongeBob. <laughs> so I was no way I she could does. miss that. Um, so I want to say shout out to Ravel, um, for helping me getting that. And then also shout out to red because she actually went to physical stores, um, during release day and at box lunch with that limit per two, um, I was unable to get Carl and Ellie on box lunch website because it sold out like just like that. Um, but she was able to get it in store for me and she's going to ship that out to me. So I also want to give a shout out to her as well. So it was definitely a team effort in regards to getting these releases. Um, but yeah, it was, it's, it's just overall a really crazy experience. Just for real sure. quickly, like, mm -hmm. um, what are, what are, in your opinion, you know, because we do speak on speculation from time to time and your eyes just briefly what would you say are some of the bigger ones to look for for anyone um, listening that's curious yeah so for i'll just hone in on nycc since that just passed mm -hmm. um i would say one of the biggest hottest items was targets exclusive of danny phantom <laughs> um i would probably say if that was the number one like hottest item um, in addition to Carl and Ellie from Up, there was a lot of people that really wanted that exclusive pop because I think they have had other exclusives from um, the movie um, Up previously. Mm -hmm. And like I said, those are exponentially up when it comes to value. So um, definitely those, I would say, were the two hottest items. Um, outside of that, to conclude this, I'm just going to wrap up and say what my top five were for mm -hmm. the convention. Um, so definitely including Carl and Ellie, Danny Phantom, um, in addition to comic book guy from the Simpsons, right, yeah. <laughs> that also was, um, kind of a hot one there as well. Um, in addition to, um, Mr. Compass from My Hero Academia, um, uh, Mr. Compass, in addition to Comic Book Guy, were both Hot Topic exclusive releases. Um, and then I think the last one that I have, because a lot of people are um, into anime, I would probably say was Kagoya from Naruto Shodopin. Um, you know, that's an anime that I have Darhard watched for the past, mm -hmm. um, previously, uh, 10 years before that anime concluded. And she was a GameStop exclusive, and that was okay. another hot um, item as well. So those are my personal top five. Okay. And I was like, regardless of anything, I have to get these. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, so Thank you for that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So 
I don't have much to add to the NYCC. <laughs> Except for uh, him seeing me go like yeah, no yeah. sleep and the, running around. I can give and... you a, re a review on the <laughs> NYCC customer. Um, there wasn't really a whole lot for me that I mm -hmm. saw other than a couple of the um, John Tyler Christopher negative space variants, which obviously they'll sell out quickly. There was a Star Wars cover with Luke on the cover, Luke Skywalker, and then a Spider-Man cover. These were NYCC exclusives? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I believe they were limited to around 3,000 or mm. something like that. I didn't even know about the Star Wars one. Yeah. And of course, when I went to the website, it sold out. And mm. eBay had their pre-sales mm. for a hundred and something dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say though, for the most part, these variant covers do hold up pretty well. I know there was a, a road cover that came out at the San Diego Comic-Con that we were able to go to. Of course, last year didn't wasn't able to get that. That was gone, mm -hmm. but that thing still main, has a pretty high value on it. So if you're looking for that and you're willing to pay a decent price, just know that more than likely you're, you'll at least make your money back or mm -hmm. it'll retain its value for the most part. So. That's pretty much it for me on uh, NYCC. We're just going to briefly talk about some of the big news that came out this past week and the week before, prior to that about the uh, Spider-Man 3 movie and some of the movement with that, about Jamie Foxx coming back, supposed to reprise his role as Electro. I know some people may not be as fired up about that, but I think there's definitely a, an ins, uh, you know, an ins to the, to the means or however that saying goes. Uh, there's definitely rumors about uh, um, a Spider Verse type movie, and mm -hmm. in, in the in the not necessarily with the third one, but something the third one builds to that movie, and especially with Benedict Cumberbatch coming on board with that, you know, Doctor Strange able to, you know, in the MCU at least, bend time and in, in different universes and things like that, travel in between that. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, what happens with that? What about the the live action thing? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the this I don't know what's gonna happen with the animated movie, which was awesome. It's definitely oh, one of the gosh, yeah. one of they the best Spider Man are, movies. Are they coming out with another one? They're supposed to, okay. but I, I'm I'm curious to see what happens if they're gonna go live yeah. action because that might kind of kill some of the yeah you know. Yeah. Buzz with the animated version. Not to look at you off, but the mm -hmm. other thing um, that we had watched a couple of months ago when PlayStation was doing their announcements for the video games coming out this mm -hmm. Christmas season. Oh, yeah. Spider Man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was all the way. <laughs> yeah. So, for any of you, you know, comic book collectors out there, you, I'm sure you guys don't live under a rock and you know about uh, Ultimate Fallout 4 and the, the, prices that that book keeps setting as far as record prices and things of that nature with all the speculation and it's i wouldn't say it's up in the air i would say if you have an you have the option to purchase that book whether it's the first print second print third and so on and so forth just get it if it's even if it may seem like it's a little steep i think eventually you'll probably get your money back or at least if you're into that, of course, you know, if you like the character, get it, whatever you're willing to pay for it, that's on you. And then, you know, of course, there's nothing wrong with that. But as far as anybody that's looking at it from a speculation side, you know, if you 
want to make the investment, I think I would say right now is the best time. I uh, shout out to my, my homeboy Marco, who also does a, a really great podcast that we're avid fans of. Called, I know called yes. Kicks and Comics, Kicks and Comics. With, uh, with his buddy Eighty Second Astronaut. And mm-hmm. if you guys are into shoes and other things of that nature, definitely give those guys a listen. Really intuitive. Got lots of knowledge about that. I don't know anything much about sneakers. Uh-huh. So I, <laughs> and it's, it's like just as much as I talk about Funko and, and the hype and the craziness, that's right. exactly how shoes are as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. Exactly. And hopefully so. we'll have one of those guys on maybe to talk about shoes In at some future, point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But for sure, we definitely uh, appreciate you guys giving us another listen. Um, sorry. We haven't stayed on, on course as far as the, release of our podcast but we we promise (laughs) we'll do better we'll do better i want us to start recording at least once every week yeah Yeah, that that would be a good thing to do but just to kind of um i know we're wrapping up but one other thing i wanted to mention was kicks and comics definitely check out their website they have Mm -hmm. some nice um like shoe um pins Mm -hmm. um that they had sent in to us we have a picture of her on our instagram uh the uh, grail seekers all together um mm-hmm. so yeah definitely check that out as well mm-hmm. and like i said once again we really appreciate you guys listening um hopefully we'll have some more good content for you guys soon and we hope that you have a well it's not necessarily holiday season yet but definitely gear up for that because you know how that goes uh-huh. <laughs> yes. for the collectors and your family yourself or whatever just be prepared for a lot of stuff coming out yeah for sure for sure thanks guys for listening all right take care